Welcome to the Beef Wash Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we'll be discussing an article from the October issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled, What are the Barriers and Benefits of Manure Use in Cropping Systems? This is the second of a two-part article, the first coming in the September issue of the Beef Watch newsletter, and now this one in the October issue, focused on a recent survey that looked at crop producers as well as crop consultants to get their perspective on utilizing animal manure in cropping systems. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by one of the co-authors of the article, Leslie Johnson, who's a University of Nebraska-Lincoln Animal Manure Management Project Coordinator. Thanks for joining me today, Leslie. Thank you. Leslie, let's talk a little bit about the survey first that you conducted. Last time when we visited, we talked about some of the benefits that were identified by producers. Now, why don't you share with us some of the survey results in terms of some of the barriers they identified to utilizing manure in crop production systems. Sure. So the big thing that we noticed with this survey is that there is a large portion, probably 70% of the folks that that filled out the survey that feel like manure and fertilizer have a complementary role. And so they're working together instead of competing against each other. And even in those where they thought manure and fertilizer were competing against each other, it was equal parts folks that thought manure was preferred as to people that thought fertilizer was preferred. In the survey, crop consultants and crop producers also identified some of the major barriers they see to utilizing animal manure. Rank those for us in terms of survey results and how they viewed that. Sure. The survey showed that we had a top 10 list, but really the first one is transportation cost. We know that manures cost more to haul out because they're bulkier than a lot of your commercial fertilizers. Uh, The second one is odor. Uh, Farmers are aware that their neighbors don't want the stink from manure uh, that is definitely more prominent than most commercial fertilizers. And so they realize that that is definitely a barrier. And the third, fourth, and fifth were really close to a tie. All different kinds of logistical time, labor, uh, and making sure that the nutrients that are available in manure are available at the time that the crop actually needs them. And those are things that we're going to have to continually have to address. These barriers, uh, but there are ways to overcome some of those barriers. Uh, For instance, the the transportation costs is being overcome because the manure industry, yes, there is a manure industry, is growing. There's a growing number of commercial manure haulers or manure applicators, as they are often called. And because of that, you don't have to have your own equipment. You don't have to necessarily own all of that manure hauling equipment or rent it. You can hire these manure applicators and they're making it more economical to haul manure to a longer distance. Over the years, manure used to be hauled out, well, initially by horses or by hand, but over the years, it has moved from tractor-pulled spreaders to truck-mounted spreaders, which can drive a further distance than that tractor's pulled spreader. Um, As far as odor is concerned, there's different things that you can do there as well to address that barrier. Uh, One of which is incorporating that manure into the soil and therefore decreasing the the manure on the surface. Uh, We realize that's not available for all fields. Some need to be no-tilled because of the increased erosion risk when you do till that field. We get that. 
but there are also ways to manage that odor plume coming off of the field. Um, watching the weather and making sure the wind is in the direction where it's going to minimize the impact to neighbors. Uh, watching for potential air inversions, the same kinds of things that you would look for when you're spraying your fields uh, are the kinds of things that can cause odor to, to drift off of your field and be more of a problem or go further than um, it would on a normal basis. As far as the other logistical things, you know, each operation is going to have their own issues with time and making sure that they have enough labor and that kind of thing. But there are ways to help that. Again, the manure hauling industry has helped some of that. And we're always going to have problems with manure nutrients not being available at the time of the crop or trying to figure out exactly when they're going to be available to that crop that's gonna depend on the weather and every year it's gonna be just a little bit different. So uh, those are just things that we're gonna to have to continue to work with. Leslie, what are some of the things that you and your team are planning to do with the information gleaned from this survey in terms of thinking about projects and research to continue to look at ways to more effectively utilize this nutrient source? Well, the big thing is we can help teach the crop farmer that maybe doesn't have a connection to livestock that that the manure is available. And yeah, we realize there's these barriers, but we know how to overcome many of them and just making sure that they know that that is available. So doing programming with particularly crop farmers that don't have the immediate access to manure or haven't in the past to try and increase the amount of land available to be applying manure is one of our big goals. Anything else, Leslie, you'd like to highlight on this topic as we point towards wrapping this up? I think I just really am thrilled that the percentage of people that think that manure and fertilizer have complementary roles is as high as it is. It, really surprised me that it was as high as it was. Um, I really thought that they were more in competition than what they appear to be, but that just means that folks are going out and using what we have deemed uh, designer manures where nutrients from commercial fertilizer are added to the manure fields and really complementing and, and adding the nutrients that are missing from the manure. So I, I'm just really happy that that worked out that way. Well, thanks again for joining me today, Leslie. Thanks, Aaron. Well, for more information on the article that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast or to see results from the survey, I'd encourage you to visit the beef.unl.ed website. Again, this article as well as a companion article to it can be found in the September and October issues of the Beef Watch newsletter.